0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into Bourbon Buzzed and Ballin'. That's Colby. I'm Dutt, and this is our podcast where we like to talk football and drink some bourbon. You didn't introduce the Elf on the Bottle. Roll Tide. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. Big Al. Oh, <laughs> Big Al, fell. <Dunfield. laughs> he done had too much old barge, Tanner. He just went right off the bottle. Elf on the Shelf. We got a we got a Piper down. Elf down. Elf down. Well, we got a lot to talk about tonight. You know, obviously, uh, there's been was there anything that went on this weekend? I don't know. There was some some group of people made some big decision that affected you know the world. Teams and uh, yeah. politicians getting involved. Yeah, the whole damn country's burning down. We're gonna have riots in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a big deal, but we're gonna get into that tonight.
1: All so right. uh, so let's roll, man. All right, let's uh, start off like we usually do with our opening toast i'll let you kick things off well
0: i'm gonna start out with a little opening toast for uh florida state seminoles all right i'm gonna give you all a i'm gonna give you all a tip of the cap uh 13 and 0 season well well deserved huge huge injury that has really changed the course of things for a lot of for a lot of players for a lot of coaches for a lot of fans We'll talk a little bit more about about the injury, obviously, you know, if you're tuning in or if you're listening to the podcast, you're well aware of what's going on. So, anyway, just Florida State on a, on a great season, surviving 13 games is not a small feat, even in the ACC. Right. You know, the ACC is not the, not the juggernaut that it could have been, but still yet, 13-0 and is impressive in its own right. Had to do um, one of
1: them with a backup with their second string. Had to do one of them with their third string, and still won. You know, still I mean, won the it base. was a, a weak
0: Gator team down in down in Gainesville. But you know, winning down in the swamp is is not easy. That's a rivalry game, so you know, all the stats
1: get thrown out the window. I know Florida had a backup, FSU yeah. had a backup. Yeah, It was backup against Bagham. of course, Florida State. I mean, uh, Florida is not bowl eligible, so it's, right, uh, yeah, it's definitely a down year for the Gators. Yeah,
0: yeah. So anyway, Florida State, you know, I'm we'll have a little bit more to say about you guys, but you know, I thought it was fitting to give you a opening toast from a from a Bammer podcast, you know, largely Bammer podcast. Right. Albeit non uh, uh, we're objective.
1: We are. We are we're objective. To fans. I mean, you know I mean, it's... we're
0: still homers. I mean, yeah. you gotta love Nick Saban and what he's accomplished, but still yet. Um, Mike Norville I really you know I got a lot of Florida State fans or friends, friends I mean you, me. you grew
1: up after you left Michigan you grew up in Florida so. that's right that's right Florida and, State and,
0: was the local college for, for most of us and so. a lot of
1: Bama's players come from Florida sure and yeah. you know there's a, there's a lot going on there with like uh, Terry and Arnold is from Tallahassee, from Tallahassee. Tallahassee grew exactly. up as a Seminole fan and he he hates it for them you know obviously he's excited for, for Bama but, uh, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll get in a little more detail. Let's raise yeah. our glass to the Seminoles. Cheers to you on, Cheers, a, on a great George season. Z. Good luck uh, in the Orange Bowl. Good luck against Georgia. Um, you know, that, is, it, is it the Orange Bowl they're playing? Orange Bowl, yeah. Yeah, and now will be your chance to, to give the middle finger to the, to the committee and say, hey, we should have been there. Look, look what we did. So go out there, handle your business. Kirby's already come out and said, we're playing. That game. We're taking that game serious. We're coming to play. And I would expect nothing less out of Kirby. It's like Bama last year. Sure. You know, we had nothing to play for. But Bryce Young, the number one overall pick. Right. And Will Anderson, the number three overall pick, both played in that both game. put it on the line. So. Team first. Yeah. So, so, you know, I'm already seeing a lot of players opt out. But, you know, that's an important game for both Georgia, you know, because they have to show that, hey, we deserved – to get a spot in the, you know we're one of the four best teams florida state wants to prove they are so settle it on the field so yeah, that'd be a good bowl game so yeah let's let's see that happen but yeah i'm uh i my opening toast and my scumbag are the same people i'm gonna start with the opening toast side of it all right you know, so you know, my opening toast side a toast that's right well, you know I like you said we're objective and and I'm gonna call it like I see it. First of all, I feel like they got the four teams right. I don't think the order's right, and I'll get into that a little bit more in a little bit. But I do think they got the four teams right, and I don't think that was the easy thing for them to do. You know, I was watching the Florida State Louisville game after our game uh, Saturday night, and I was pulling for it, I was pulling for Florida State to win that game. Because I wanted the committee to have to make tough decisions. I didn't want them to have an easy easy way out. You know, Florida State loses that game, it's, there's no discussion going on. Bama loses to Georgia. Bama yeah. loses to Georgia, no discussion no going discussion. on. Texas right. loses, no discussion going on. Everybody handled their business on the field, so the committee had to do their job. And I feel like they did their job to the best of their ability. You had, unfortunately, there had to be a team left out.
0: Definitely. You had five teams. Not 18.
1: Multiple teams, really. Well, yeah, but let's just. I mean, yeah. Georgia, Georgia has a beat. Yeah, I mean, technically, you could look at six teams with a legit. I mean, you might even could throw Ohio State in there. They only had not one me, loss. But. Not me. I ain't throwing them in there, but they did have I, one loss. I automatically toss out Georgia and Ohio State because they weren't conference champions. You had five conference champions with either one loss or undefeated. So if
0: we made it in without a conference, but, but there wasn't all that other nah, that went along with it. So this, nah, was, a it was, this a was a unique year, it definitely was a unique
1: year. You had five, all five power of the, the five power conference champions, one loss or no loss. So to me, that throws Georgia out. So now you're talking about you got five teams for four spots. You know, nobody was even questioning Michigan or Washington even though their resumes ain't ain't the greatest. I'll tell you this. I think Washington had the most solid
0: argument of the four, personally. Mm -hmm. Michigan, I agree. Michigan didn't really beat anybody until they beat Ohio. Right.
1: And was to say, that was a great W. We all think it was. This coming from a Michigan fan. I I actually believe, you know, there's all this argument of – Florida State should have been in over Bama. I can make a stronger argument that Bama should have been the number one seed than anybody can that Florida State should have been over Alabama. Because the only thing that Florida State has on their resume is a conference championship, zero losses, and a win their best win is over LSU. Right. That best win is Alabama's third best win. So, if you look at what the committee is is grading on, first of all, wins and losses is not a criteria. They're looking at conference championships first of all. So, you got the five that are in. Then they're looking at strength of schedule, not strength of record.
0: Right, strength of
1: schedule, S O R
0: category. And there was out of one. Nowhere. And
1: there was one team whose strength of schedule was way better than anybody else's. And that was Alabama at number five. The second best in the top five of of these teams we're talking about would have been Texas. Florida State's way down at number 55. Right. So conference championship, check. Strength of schedule, that goes to Alabama. Head-to-head competition, you got to give that one to Texas when you're comparing Alabama to Texas. And then comparative outcomes, that's where I said Florida State's Best win was against LSU, which was Alabama's third best win. They had two better wins versus Ole Miss right. and versus obviously the best win of any team, the win over Georgia. Possibly the best win of any team. Well, but I mean what's to say Georgia wasn't overrated. Well, you know what's I mean, to say? You know what's to say Georgia's not overrated? You yeah. know what their record is over the last three years? Well, that last three years don't factor
0: into this year. It, it in do,
1: it, I know, but it does in a way. Well, they were on a twenty-nine-game win streak.
0: That's a footnote.
1: That's it a is footnote. a footnote, but but just hear me out on this: forty-one and two over the last three years. You know who those two losses were? Sure. So there's only one team in the country over the past three seasons that's been able to beat the Georgia Bulldogs, and they beat them this year. And you can't leave them out with that win. That was the consensus number one team all season long and Alabama knocked them off. So that gives Alabama the best win. The best loss, you know, when you go back to the Alabama-Texas uh, comparison, the best loss is the Alabama loss. Texas's loss is to a two-loss Oklahoma team. Right. Alabama's loss is to a, a one-loss conference champion, number three seed Oklahoma, which Texas.
0: wouldn't have even finished in the top. They 12. wouldn't even they made wouldn't the even top, top twelve. Alabama team.
1: had three three wins over teams that would be in the twelve-team mm-hmm. playoff. In Georgia, Ole Miss, and uh, who am I forgetting? Georgia, Ole Miss, LSU would. have. No, LSU would. Maybe it's just two. Maybe it's just yeah. two wins over the top twelve. But getting back to that, they had the most wins over top 15 teams of any of the five contenders, the most wins over top 25 teams of any of the contenders. So if you want to just go blind resumes, like I said, Alabama had a a strong case to be the number one seed, not to be left out of the playoffs altogether. So that's why I'm toasting the committee. They did it right, they got it right. They got the four teams, and they should have. Like I said, I don't agree with the order, but they got the four teams, so now let's just play it out on the field. They did make a tough decision. They did make a tough decision. Yeah. but And, you know, what I kept hearing, all these ones that were anti-Bama and pro-FSU, um, was, you know, the game's got to matter. The game's got to matter. Well, the games did matter. And the quality of the opponent has got to matter because all schedules are not created
0: equal. Sure, sure. I mean So fifty-four other teams could have gone undefeated
1: with Florida State. Right, Steelers, right. So. so
0: if there's an argument for that. Yeah.
1: You put Florida State, let them play B- Bama's schedule this year. Do they go undefeated? Do they beat Georgia without Jordan Travis in the in the SEC championship? Not a chance. No. So flip the two. Uh, schedules around, and Alabama would be the undefeated team, not Florida State. And there was
0: some experts saying that Florida State was a borderline top four team with Jordan Travis. Right. That conversation yeah. was being had, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, they struggled with BC, which is not a very good team. They had to go overtime with Clemson, who's he, down. Who down, missed the field goal. Down for them Cle- Yeah. The ball game. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: But I mean, you know, Alabama's. Yeah, I mean, everybody, everybody was South Everybody Florida. played close games exactly. Yeah, I don't like the game by game. Yeah. You know, looking back every week, each yeah. team, even comparing like opponents, because it doesn't matter. I mean, game plans are different, uh, temperatures are different, players' emotions are different. It's just different. You just can't
1: compare that. But I do appreciate because I know you didn't think that they were gonna put Bama in. You thought they were gonna take the easier out. A lot of people, you know, Yeah, and, d- and didn't think they were gonna put Bama in to be honest with
0: you, I I still feel I still there's 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 arguments for both, but I, I
1: still feel Florida State deserve oh absolutely there was five deserving teams spot. I really I, did. well there was five deserving teams and you had to come up with different sure. criteria to, to eliminate one of the teams unfortunately one of the teams had
0: to be eliminated That's Why I don't really understand the vitriol out there for for I mean I guess I I guess I somewhat understand it for, against Alabama because we've
1: Oh, Just dominated. Yeah, I the get hate, it. The hate. I
0: get it. The hate is real. The hate is strong, and it you know. But you know, to sit here and have Coach Saban called thousands of times because his cell phone gets leaked, and and now you got uh, you
1: got death threats. Do you do you know how many people watched the Alabama Georgia game? No, I didn't. Seventeen million. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it was off the. Off I mean, the hook. And you know how many people watched the Florida State? Seven million. Yeah. ACC fans only. Even the second. And, and Alabama. Even. Defense. And I've, I've got a chart, but it's further down in, in. That shows all these numbers. But the SEC championship drew more fans than the second and third place championship games combined. Sure. Which was, I think, oh, I, I think it was y'all's game and um, an Oregon Washington game. So, yeah. I mean, there's people that think. Money and politics plays into it. does. It probably it does. does. And I mean,
0: there's no question, in my opinion, that the Southeastern <laughs> Conference is the best football. It's the best product on the field to watch. It's proven in the statistics, it's
1: well, proven in the eye test, And see, that's another one of the arguments for Florida State. Well, they, the is better than the SEC this year. They went six and four against the SEC, but that's wait, loaded wait numbers. Wake Forest beat Vanderbilt. Yeah, you got Vanderbilt, you got two wins against South Carolina. Yeah. You got a win against a Florida team that didn't qualify uh, for a bowl game. And when we talk about conference power, are you really
0: ever talking about the bottom the half right. to the bottom, and and you're re- always talking top
1: four, and, basically, right? And realistically, the ACC ACC should have went seven and four because their runner up, Louisville, you got got beat,
0: got beat by, by
1: our number nine team. So they the, AC, a, the ACC <laughs> the ACC telling argument the ACC should have went seven and four based on the matchups, based on how many top ACC teams were and how many top uh, SEC teams right. were. Now, they did have one good win, which was the Florida State over LSU. Of course, that was week one. And, you know, when you win, I know it's not supposed to have a weight, but it does. It does. And it, I mean, it because does. some wins age well, some wins don't age that well. I mean, that LSU win at the time felt like a great win. Right. But after, after LSU wound up losing three games, it's not as three good games? a win.
0: Now you're taking all the coming in hot thunder. You just, he rambling now. Make, uh, make, not, your, make your damn toast
1: and drive on. Well, that's, okay. That's, one, one final thing before I get off of this slide here because, you know, I said the committee did their job and if you look at this last criteria on here, other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected the team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance. That Right there speaks to the losing your star quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it was a big loss. The no committee doubt. did their job. They did it. You know, Dan Mullen said the committee was just, uh, you know, being subjective. No, the committee was objective. And I said they were also my scumbag. Well,
0: they're objective with subjectivity involved, right? Because there's you can never remove. Well, the, no, so sub, subjectivity's no. been involved, and that's in why you have to. Football. That's why you have to
1: have a committee because it's not something that can just be cut and dry, right? But the reason I also said they were my scumbag, they make my scumbag because of the way they made Jordan Travis their scapegoat. You know, they could have just. Yeah, they They could have just come out and said we looked at resumes because the resumes support what they did. Other than I would have had Alabama ahead of Texas, the resumes support that. And if they would have put Alabama ahead of Texas, I don't think there would have been quite as much uproar because then you're looking at Texas versus Florida. I mean, Florida State and and then then Texas could say, well, we. I mean, yeah, Texas could say we got a victory over. Another playoff team. This is a young man suffered a devastating injury, and now he's carrying the weight of yeah. his team not making the playoffs on on his shoulders. Right. His statement was his and statement it, was hard to hard to hear and hard to read. But he is such a classy young man. Yeah. Uh, you know the the committee, the FSUAD, the ACC commissioner. They could all learn a lot from this young man. The yeah, ACC commissioner for real, Phillips man. He's he's a clown. But yeah, they could all learn from from Mister Travis. You know he he's already messaged Jalen Milrow go win the whole thing. So I mean he's he's taking the high road. He's a classy young man. And uh, hats off to you, Jordan Travis. And like we said last week or the week before. Uh, Get healthy, you know. That's right. We want to see you back out there on that football field. So, so yeah, that's why they were they were my toast for for getting the four teams right and being willing to do that and and face all this. I mean, they got like I said earlier, politicians want demanding the uh, the vote count and the notes and any text messages sent back. I mean, ridiculous shit. And uh, but they were willing to. Do what they felt was right shut out all that outside noise so that's why i toasted them but i feel like they took the wrong approach in the way that they justified the four teams and i really feel like they scapegoated an incredible young man that didn't deserve that right so so that's why they're one of my scumbags i've kind of got a a bullet list of a few more, but you want to jump yeah, in I mean, here before I get into well, my, my
0: slideshow. My scumbags, the committee, as well. Okay, you know, I mean, that's to me, my take on the on the committee is that they uh, they're chicken shit. You know, I I don't I don't agree with with FSU not being in. I'm just gonna say that for all of Alabama, I just don't. I, I, Kobe Colby makes a strong argument, and I think you can argue it both ways. Now, with that being said, roll tide. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy.
1: However. He just I, ain't want his Michigan Wolverines get the ass whoops. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, did you see Michigan's reaction when Alabama oh, yeah. was announced? They, they his don't his want to.
1: And, see, that's another Nobody reason. Nobody wants Bama. That's Nobody, that, wants that's
0: it. That's the reason. You yeah. know the committee got it right. Yeah. No, I, I, I think the committee, I think the committee, FSU, I think, earned – the right to be number four, and I think the committee was chicken shit with how they explained, because they really didn't. Um, right, Bo, whatever his name is, Kerrigan,
1: Corrigan, he's an ACC guy. Five on the committee. I know five he's five on ACC the committee ACC with guys. So the ACC. Florida State
0: fans, that ought to be enough to piss you off in itself. To me, really, Florida State fans need to be more pissed off at their commissioner, well, the whole who's the ACC. Well, the commissioner is a joke. I, I haven't mean, heard a single. Let the game stand for on its own. Right. that's
1: what's some bullshit comments there. I haven't heard a single ACC coach come out and say Florida State should be in. They've said we our condolences to Florida State, but not a single one of them said Florida State should have been in there. They didn't have. They didn't have Florida State's back. Yeah. I think they're already counting Florida State as a ex ACC team.
0: Well, I mean, Florida State wants to be, and we'll talk about that when we when we talk a little bit more and further in the show. But just the committee, just the fact that they didn't come out and and go through the steps that they took to get to Alabama over Florida State, and, and that's my point. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Exactly. And I, I agree with you. I Resume. Think they use Jordan Travis as a, as a scapegoat, right. which is. A, a clearly Unfair issue, to that young man. But American. very unfair. And all they had to do is come out and make some of these statements of strength of schedule, you know, the timing of the Alabama loss.
1: Um, like those, I said, those have things the balls matter. Yeah, knock Texas out. Put Florida State in over Texas. It should have been between Florida State and Texas for the sp- fourth spot. Not Alabama. Based on resume. I, I disagree with Colby on that
0: one too, just because the head-to-head um, I think the head to head matters. I really do. And, and especially because it was at Bama, it was in Tuscaloosa. So I think the head to head matters. I'm willing to make these statements and take some heat from some Alabama fans, you know, but still, yet, you can argue both, both sides. And honestly, last year, we were probably the best team in college football and we didn't get in. This year, I truly believe Alabama's the best team in college football, and thank goodness they got picked in, but I do think the committee got it wrong. And I just, the committee's my scumbag because of of how they handled this situation. They've caused a huge issue, you know, for me personally, because I'm dealing with all these Florida State friends of mine that are upset, (laughs) and I'm trying to be, you know, what I want to do as a Bama fan is I want to have empathy because – we didn't get in last year. Right. So, I'm trying to have a little empathy. But I had no problem with that. It, well, exactly. We, but did. I, but we I really didn't, I but it still would've. hurt but because I definitely, we knew deep down we were well, but one of the four and that, best.
1: And that goes back to another fucked up thing about the committee is they're always harping we're trying to get the four best teams, the four right. best. That's bullshit. It is bull. If you yeah. wanted the four best teams in, Georgia would be in there this year. You would think. Georgia, they, they didn't even, well, I don't have it up there anymore, but they didn't even have the balls to put Georgia ahead of Florida State. Which is bull. That's just talking out of both sides. You of your know, mouth. so Georgia's a 14 point favorite over Florida State in the bowl game, but you got Florida State at five and Georgia at six. So you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. What? So what is it? Are you trying to put the four best teams in? Are you trying to put the four that you can justify the best in? Are you trying, I mean, there's, It's been so inconsistent. I think that's also led to this whole uproar, is because of the inconsistency. I don't think anybody would dispute that if you put Florida State and Alabama on the football field tomorrow, who would win? You know? I mean,
0: it's pretty heavily tipped in Bama's favor for sure, but. That's why they play the game too. So yeah, like, like you Florida said, Florida states' defense is elite. Yeah, they, they've they got a they've
1: got a legit they got a, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa whoa get a little excited over here. Yeah, we got a little alcohol uh, abuse going on. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a they've got a championship caliber defense, but without Jordan Travis, they don't have a championship caliber. No, in offense, and, and that's what's okay. built into the bylaws. Like mm-hmm. I just showed, if there's a player that that's going to affect the performance. Yeah, you beat Louisville, but your quarterback only threw for 55 yards. You know, Kentucky put 34 points up. Like I said, our ninth-best SEC team put 34 points up on this vaunted Louisville defense that Florida State could only put 16 points up on and had to score late to get to 16. I mean, they were struggling. I mean, that game wasn't decided until, you know, halfway through the fourth quarter. So – yeah, I think Clat, uh,
0: Joel Clatt said that that the committee took the path of least resistance. See, I
1: disagree with that. I don't. I. I, think I mean, look at all, look at all that's I, going on. All I, the anger they've caused. Yeah, but the I, path of least resistance would have been to leave Alabama out. No, I disagree
0: because then they would have the SEC on their neck, and the SEC moves the needle. It's a money thing. This decision, in my opinion was a money thing. You can't leave the SEC out. The SEC moves the needle. We drive the the ratings. Who is... We bring in the revenue. You can't leave the SEC out. And that's what the path of least resistance is referring to. They decided to piss off Florida State, no Nation, the administration, the team, the fan base, instead of pissing off the SEC. That's what I think.
1: It is a business. And, and it's a business. Who is Florida State's greatest alumni athletic? Bert. Who? Bert Reynolds. Bert Reynolds. He oh, played football for Florida I, uh, State. He's got to be their best, right? Come you, on, no nation, you, back me up. You, Bert, you gonna put him over your boy?
0: No, nah, I mean you didn't say the best, but you yeah, said yeah, I did
1: I said the best. I said who's the best athletic alumni?
0: Oh I didn't hear you say athlete. He's lying now. <laughs> no, We're I, gonna play that I, back. I'm where's the red flag? I will, I, we, didn't we, say will athletic. The, we will
1: do the red flag at
0: the end he of the He said show. the best the best player and I, I thought you meant most most uh not, notorious or, or the notoriety. I, well, I you know we can
1: go we can go notoriety also. Well
0: even Prime, yeah, I know what you're saying. Prime did say he said the committee got it right. He got it right. But so, the prime's got beef with Florida State. Yeah, yeah. They got some beef with Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> we can go around on this forever, but it's all about the Benjamins, man. It's all about the money, and the SEC moves the needle, and you can't. I think that's what I meant by agreeing with I, Joe. Well, I right can see. I, 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 can,
1: I, I can get on board yeah. with that. But I think as far as uh, what would have been the easiest top four for them to justify – would have been leaving Bama. Oh now, yeah, you can leave Bama. That's, out that's the where whole
0: country rejoices. I that, mean, that, except that's for where Alabama I, fans. Well, but yeah. also
1: just to be able to justify, it, you can say, yeah. okay, we we took Texas over Bama because they hit one head to head. We and took Florida, Florida State because they were undefeated. undefeated. So that's where I say, yeah, I, yeah. No, I don't I, think I knew they took meant. the easy path. Maybe the maybe the one to well, like Well, it, it's
0: both valid arguments. Again, the whole thing is so subjective it's so subjective and we came out on the right end of it this time and so while uh while we both agree the committee's a scumbag you know we're
1: also grateful who, for who would have ever thought getting a chance who would have ever thought that joey galloway would agree with me and my old partner doesn't agree with me <laughs> never might thought have, might have to call up joey and you know we might have to just make this the, the, the Joey and Kobe show I never thought Galloway would ever be pro bama on anything he and he's, he was like it's a no-brainer I mean he, he he never wavered a bit well the subjectivity is the eye
0: test and you cannot deny in Florida State fans you Remember cannot that? deny the eye test man and it's yeah. it's just, that product on the
1: field it's just different man and Jalen Milrow... He's just built different. But I also still say you can't punish a team for scheduling, making a tough schedule. You, hey, know? you can
0: punish them for not winning that damn game. I told you that game was going <laughs> to. When we not. lost that game, I said it was going to come back to haunt us. And but it, it did. It did. It did because
1: we're dealing with <laughs> this bullshit. It's, this it's, haunt, it's haunting you. It didn't haunt me. <laughs> it's haunting me, man, because I
0: just don't feel like we should be say, right, but, all along.
1: We win it all. We we still control our destiny. We win out. We're in. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't agree with Just, that. I didn't agree, didn't agree
0: but with that. Which one was right? That's all right. That's all right. I can be wrong about a few things. <laughs>
1: all right. So yeah, I mentioned that I had yeah who's few, your other scumbag? a few multiple scumbags. So the next on my list is gonna be this guy right here. Let me
0: smack. David Pollock. Disrespectful look off your face, I don't remember.
1: Pollock. I don't know if y'all remember last year, uh, him and Nick Saban was, uh, you know, a guest host on with the college crew there doing the national championship, and Pollock sitting next to him and just totally disrespected the it guy. was
0: disrespectful.
1: You know, he said, Kirby Smart's the greatest coach now in college football, and George is the new standard. Um, yeah, had that, that turn out for you. And you Dad? know
0: the what he meant by all that? Had some validity, except the greatest coach. But the fact that Georgia had ascended the top of the mountain, he wasn't wrong. But his delivery was so disrespectful. wrong well, timing, and, and boom, you're out of here. You can't disrespect the goat like that.
1: What's Saban's record against Kirby? Pretty good. S- six and one. I mean, one loss? <clears throat> injuries but we'll we'll give we'll give georgia the credit that did get that win so saving six and one against georgia so in the three years that everybody says alabama's dynasty was dead (laughs) we have got two sec championships yes we missed the playoff one of those years we've got a you know where we runner up in the national championship and now we're in the playoffs again this year so yeah, I wouldn't say we, uh, you know, I saw all the people holding up newspapers said, Bama's back. Bama's never left.
0: We ain't never gone, man. That's what's so funny is they act like. A two-loss season yeah, and the dynasty is over. Yeah. Well, let me, let me quote a great Alabama football player. Alabama can be replicated but <laughs> not duplicated. So, Georgia, you got some work to do. Nick Saban showed you that you can not you can replicate and you can be like on top for a little bit just ask Dabo and Clemson Mm -hmm. ask Dabo and Clemson what it's like to to replicate Alabama's dynasty I hate the term dynasty but Alabama and then ask them what it's like to duplicate it you just can't
1: you can truly say Alabama's a dynasty and if Georgia would have three-peated I
0: mean Georgia's still
1: they're they're there's yeah. still one B right oh word. yeah absolutely I mean, it's, it's it's still, still, there's still two teams I that mean, are the that are the standard exactly. one is one is a little bit higher than other. like I said same as six and one against yeah. Kirby he's he's eight and eight and two against Georgia of course one of those was his very first season at Alabama so they went seven and six he it wasn't even his team right uh, so technically if you throw that out not technically but if you throw that out he's Eight and one. We can cherry pick. He's yeah. Well, we can cherry pick can just cherry like everybody pick. else does. Why not? That's why I said eight and two to I begin know. with because I didn't want to be accused of cherry picking. Get that, so, get that disrespect. off the screen. Well, you know, and then, then he wants to make matters worse. After the game, he's like, I know this will tick people off, but Georgia has beat Georgia tonight. See, now he's not even giving Bama credit, even though Bama was never really. In jeopardy other than the first drive. We
0: were in control of that game. We controlled George. that
1: whole we controlled the line of scrimmage. I watched the show. Absolutely controlled I watched the, the show fans. last night called Read and React. Oh, me too. And me too. they I didn't even realize we had dominated the line of scrimmage right. as bad as we did. I mean, we were pancaking them D T tackles. I mean, it was it was impressive. Yeah. I you know, I, I knew that we would control the game, but then after watching Cole and, and Roman. Damn, we really controlled that game. Yeah, yeah, it was it was apparent.
0: It was apparent. It was on display. And Georgia was never out of it, but, I mean, heck, we didn't ever expect Georgia to be out of that
1: nah, game. No, nah. no. And, it, you know, the final score made it look a whole lot closer than it really was. Yeah, right.
0: We were in control. We were yeah. in control. I mean, after the first drive, I mean, Georgia fans were – Oh, yeah, they we're snickering. And I, know, I'll be honest, I was a little nervous <laughs> that because they made that first drive look pretty easy. Look
1: real easy. And uh, but then that was and it. After that, Bama controlled the rest of the game. A little, little late toast to Kevin Steele. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Mr. D.C. And, you know, that's another thing. I know we lost the Texas game, but we are not the same team. No, definitely not the same team. You know, man. Tommy Reese is not the same offensive coordinator. Jalen Milrow by far is not the same quarterback. So anyway, but uh, yeah. So so David Polly he he won't even give Bama credit for for winning again. Did, did I mention Nick Saban is eight and two against Georgia, <laughs> six and one, eight of the last nine. But no, Georgia's the 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 gold hey, standard. And what makes you think?
0: What makes you think that changes anything when Alabama plays Georgia? I mean, the Georgia Dome. Or what's it called? The Mercedes
1: Benz? No, it's called Bryant-Denny East. Bryant-Denny
0: East. We own Atlanta, Georgia. We own it. Yeah.
1: Until you take it from us, quit trying That's to what,
0: replicate
1: and communicate know, what we do. I, I had people say, oh, it's not fair. Y'all got to go to Georgia to play. it's no, no. a home game for Georgia. I was like, mm, no. <laughs> not really. Maybe in no. crowd.
0: Maybe in crowd. If,
1: if we were in Athens, then then maybe I would have thought it was, it was a home game for Georgia. But not Bryant-Denny East. So. And you know, I mean, uh, oh, go go ahead. We're, no, go ahead, go but, ahead. No, nah, I don't want to hold your hand, man. Well, what I was gonna say is is coming in
0: hot stuff.
1: Oh, okay. No, I got a biggest, couple. I got yeah. a couple more. I, I want to get to some more. I, I got a couple more. Roast. I want to slap in the face a little bit. And of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, include <laughs> the biggest SEC hater there it's is just, and the biggest nose idiot. And I can't believe he once got to wear the, the giant blue. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Your boy's drafted him, man. Whew. But yeah, Mr. Danny Cannell. Georgia is going to boat, boat race Bama next week. Boat race. Thankfully, I snatched up Georgia minus four. So tell us, Danny, how much money did you lose on the game? Not much. Hey, Not I bet much. he didn't even bet on the game. Not he just, much. He didn't bet much. He's a poser.
0: That nose is long. It looked like he lying every time you talked, Danny. So yeah, you know, I'm glad. Danny Connell, man, he... ACC people can't even like him.
1: Yeah. Now, and, and, you know, a lot of the these guys that tried to make their name with this shtick, they've all gone by the wayside, you know. Well, everyone's been predicting the dynasty's dead for the last yeah, what, I mean, four keep, or five yeah, years pre- now. keep predicting it for eight more oh, years and you'll man. get it right. And then then you're going to
0: say, yeah, oh, I told you I mean, so. The regular Nostradamus. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay, after ten years of you right, getting it exactly. wrong... Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Sooner sooner or later, you know, he, Auburn, you're you're gonna beat Bama.
1: I get it. You know, you and Colin Kyle, Cowherd Kyle and, Kyle and uh, Skip Bayless, y'all can all have, throw a party when when Actually, it happens. Actually,
0: Cowherd was talking Bama stuff
1: today, man. He see, so he's kind of been co- he's on the around. fence a little he's bit. He, around. he was he agreed. He he he. You know, I think he's coming off that that shot jock. For lack of a better term you know he really used that to, to pump up himself back when it was the thing to do you know right. skip is still a, a freaking idiot he still wants to say outrageous stuff to get a get, to get clicks but uh you know joel Clatt used to be that way but that's yeah, no, Clad, one of that's one of my favorites now Clad's i respect man. him because he has changed you know he is telling he's, it like
0: it is he's entering herb street territory in he, my book, Clatt, Joe Clatt, shout out
1: Joel Clatt. I like your stuff, he, man, you're he, good. And, and when it comes to college, he's probably number two in my book behind Herb Street. He's been he's been really objective. Now, I don't like that guy they pair him with on the telecast, <laughs> mm-hmm. but Clatt, uh, but yeah, he, yeah. He, he's... Maserati
0: Marv, how'd that <laughs> work out for you, Maserati Marv? Now, go get drafted. Right, how many times did we have to hear that in the game? Yeah, I didn't hear you know, you know anything about Cool quorum.
1: <laughs> right. No, he did say Blake the Great one time. He did. That's he did true. say he did Blake say the Great Blake. one time. It pained him to say it. I think he's a Buckeye in disguise. A couple, couple more people I want to throw shade to, uh, Mike Greenberg. You know, he he was really. Over. He was he he was ranting and ready. He even broke into the Pat McAfee show to continue his his argument that. Oh, it's all figure skating now. It's just a, uh, you know, yeah, an objective, subject- subjective uh, grading system. You know, you would never see that in the NFL. Well, you can't compare the NFL to college football. Different product. Last time I checked, in the NFL there's eight divisions. Fourteen teams make the playoffs. Okay, in college there's five power conferences. Four teams get to make the playoffs. Is that apples to apples? You do the math. You do the math. He's a smart dude. He is, and usually he's got pretty intelligent things to say, but to try to compare the playoff system for the NFL to the playoffs in college, next year you can make that comparison a little bit better, but it's still not quite the same because you got a league and you got individual conferences. Uh, And like I said earlier, Schedules are not created equally. At least in the NFL, they had a tendency to be able to even themselves out over time or right. over, you know. But uh, in in college, you're never going to have that. Yeah, anymore. it's definitely
0: apples to oranges. So,
1: um, and then the last one, I had this conversation with with some of our guests here Saturday night watching football. When is college football and the NFL gonna join us in our in this modern? era and and embrace technology. Oh, yeah. I mean there's so much technology they could be using to improve the officiating, approve, you know, whether or not it's a first down, whether or not it's a touchdown. You know, they college is doing a little bit better with, with the uh, you know, they'll they'll radio down when a replay needs to be reviewed or whatever, but there's so much technology that could be put into the game to improve the outcomes and it's just not being used and you know i guess you're probably referring to like chips and football chips and football more more cameras more camera angles i mean in tennis you can hit a 130 mile an hour shot and they got a little graphic that'll come up and tell you where that ball hit right on the line in golf they'll show you the Where that golf ball, the exact trajectory and where it landed and all that stuff. And, I mean, there's just – and even in college, you know, we talked about it on an earlier show. Radio's in the helmets. What a novel idea. Right. (laughs) So, free Jim Harbaugh. (laughs) (laughs) I saw somebody had posted the the sign when you enter into the state of Alabama. that said, you know, sweet home Alabama, welcome to Alabama – they said, "Yeah, Harbaugh can't steal this sign."
0: <laughs> yeah, he can.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. He'll I mean, he's, he's probably out. got a shovel or something.
0: He'll figure something But out. Uh,
1: but no, I mean, it's time to bring in more of that technology and and uh, you know help these officials out. They they can only see so much. It seems
0: like that seems like an off season topic for us. It is, it is. But
1: uh, you know, like I said, it was it was a discussion I was having with some of our guests this weekend, and I just felt like I'm gonna throw it out there while I'm. Kind of bullet listing just different things that rode me the wrong way this weekend. So there's my list of scumbags.
0: <laughs> I feel like our I feel like our toast and our scumbag basically covered our coming in hot topics too. Yeah. Really, actually
1: though, we're only about 25 minutes into the show. I would have figured we were a good 50 or 60 minutes oh, in by man, now.
0: I got a whole bunch of other coming in hot stuff, but I don't. I mean this.
1: You take us where you want us to go, man. I, I think I've pretty much covered all my stuff. Uh, yeah, because uh, the stuff that uh, I had in my notes to discuss later on in the show, I've kind of covered along the way. Well, I think uh, you know a couple of things I
0: I had. You know, I already mentioned you know trying to get back to the FSU fan base. You know, number one, I think. You need to be upset with your commissioner, Jim Phillips, because he sat idly along and has allowed the uh, ACC, basically, to, to get passed by,
1: by the SEC in the big. Well, and, and um, not, not and only – in the big 12. Well, not only that, though, if you remember, those three conferences had an alliance formed, and they're the reason we don't have a 12-team playoff yet.
0: Well, and, and you know – one of the a couple of the biggest votes for not having a 12-team playoff this year was jim phillips your own acc commissioner right who voted against it and i think there was a coach involved in that decision too as well and another another thing you know you know we talked about this you know i i just acc fans man the you know there's so many acc fans coming to battle for you know, for Florida State, but ACC fans, y'all don't realize this, but Florida State just a couple months ago petitioned to get out of your conference. They wanted to throw y'all under the bus, leave you high and
1: dry. And I think that's why they're not getting more support from the other, you know, Dab- coaches, Dabba. coaching staff. Yeah, Dabble exactly. had come out and said – Well, the ACC
0: fans are dumb in general because the coaches, that's exactly I, – I should have said that earlier, but that's a great point. That's, that's part of the reason why the ACC coaches – are treating Florida State a little bit like that because you guys wanted to basically leave the the ACC behind because of money. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of people you need to be mad at, and Alabama's not one of them.
1: And you could be mad at yourself too because before you joined the ACC, you had a chance. You were invited to the SEC. You had a chance, and you like to say you didn't. And but your very own Bobby Bowden wanted to come. To Hall the SEC. of Fame coach but and he was he was shocked that the administration chose the ACC instead of the SEC. He was all prepared and we even thought for sure. I mean, this is a this is a, a great a program addition to, add to the yeah, SEC. Yeah, that's who we want. We want to, them to come in and strengthen the SEC and y'all should have been in the took, SEC he, a took, long time took ago. Took the easy way out. Yep. And that, that wasn't Bowden's choice. Don't 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 misinterpret what I'm trying know, to say. Bowden,
0: Bowden was quoted as now saying, he, he why say, would I want to play? He did
1: say there's a lot of tough teams over there. Yeah, why
0: would I not want to stay in the ACC? But I, my...
1: but I think as competitive as he was, I think he would have embraced it. Uh, I don't think he was mad that they chose not to, Right. but I don't think he had anything to do with the decision. Let me put it that way.
0: Yeah, no, I just think Florida State uh, fans man, there's a lot of other people for you to be mad at and Nick Saban in Alabama and you know Maybe some Alabama fans because we do have a tendency to to gloat a little bit.
1: But. I mean hell why not even Michigan or Or Washington. I mean, oh, yeah, there's arguments. There's there, four sure. teams that got put in ahead of you You're just picking on the one that can't happen to be ranked fourth which of the four teams Hitting the fourth best team,
0: and of course, Alabama fatigue obviously plays a factor in in all of that, which the committee didn't help matters much.
1: Now, like I said, the committee has the, the because of the way that they decided to express themselves or not <laughs> didn't do us any favors. It, it just stirred the pot even worse. And let me let
0: me tell you this for the four for the three other playoff teams or for college football, for that matter. Y'all done fucked around, you gonna find out. <laughs> Lank. Lank, baby, you done let them in. You let them get better. And I'm gonna tell you what, this this team, this team is not peaking. We're not peaking. We're just playing to our potential, finally. it's You can call it peaking if you want, but I don't believe we're peaking. I believe we're finally playing to our potential. We're playing to the stars that we have on our team. And you messed around, and you let our quarterback finally figure out how to play the, the position, you know, and he's still learning. Well,
1: it's kind of funny because that's what we were saying about Georgia all season long, remember? Sure. Yeah, and, yeah. Because they didn't have to face an Oklahoma team, which now if – there's a whole other argument. If Georgia would have played Oklahoma and got a win over Oklahoma, who which had a win – wasn't
0: Georgia's fault. Who,
1: no, it wasn't. Who had a win over Texas, who had a win over Alabama.
0: Yeah. Woo! Yeah. But, I mean uh, – I'll, I'll be the first bama fan to admit the ball has bounced in our favor this season Finally. Well, you know For sure because
1: after the auburn game I was kind of like are we kind of a on a destiny path this year you know um, right. because i mean we had a point one percent chance of of winning that game and then we go out and we're playing a what most people would say, the better t- the better of the two teams being Georgia, and we kind of, like we just said a little while ago, we, we controlled that game. We, 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 we handled business. It wasn't that we
0: – We didn't dominate. We weren't
1: going back and – Well, I mean, it, was, but we, it was
0: two heavyweights throwing throwing body blows. And, you know, I, I just personally – I said it was going to come down, you know, either to uh, controlling the line of scrimmage, which is the same for almost every game but the running game and quarterback making plays. Yep. And our quarterback was just better. And our quarterback is better. I mean, I think Carson Beck's a hell of a player, and Georgia's roster is amazing, and their coaching staff's amazing. I got nothing but respect for, for Georgia. I can't think of anything negative to say about them. David Pollock? That's true, I forgot about that. that was like 10 <laughs> minutes ago, wasn't it? I told you, man, when the microwave goes off, I shit my britches and forget my name. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> David Pollock, yeah, no, I got nothing but respect for UGA and what Kirby's accomplished, but y'all done messed around, man, and let Alabama figure the shit, shit, shit out. Jalen Milrose, he's the deal, man, and he's a, he's a different animal. Good luck, D.C., D.C.'s, in the, and I know Michigan's got a good defense, I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I haven't even
1: asked him yet, you know. The, <sighs> he... he you know, after the, the poll came out, I was like, well, you're guaranteed one of your two teams in the championship. But I didn't. I, I was like, I'm going to wait till the show and say, okay. And for the record. Give, give me a prediction. Who who, who, who you think going to take this? And for the record,
0: I, I was born in Michigan, grew up a big Michigan fan, been a big Michigan fan my whole life went to Alabama because honestly I wasn't smart enough to go to Michigan. <laughs> Are um, you going to diss our school like that? Well I was smart enough to get into Bama and stay and get my degree so I got the diploma, the degree on the wall so you know I'm, I'm a Bama guy but man it's, it's hard not to sometimes I'd unzip this and there might be a Michigan shirt under it you know but yeah now it's, it's it's not the way I wanted the, the one through four to go I mean I wanted to see I wanted to see Michigan Where could matched Michigan. up with Texas and Bama matched up with Washington, or.
1: And of course, we thought that might happen two years ago. Yeah, uh, right. But I would love to see they couldn't get past Georgia.
0: I would like to see Michigan and Bama in the Natty. You know, that would be the ideal scenario. But Houston, I will be wearing Alabama colors for the game for sure. I might have some Michigan socks on. Maybe. <laughs> I'm always I'm always gonna have a lot of there'll be some, Michigan uh, blue and blue and May or May yeah. what is it?
1: Blue and May. Mays and blue. May, Mays and my and heart blue. is always in Michigan. My heart's always
0: gonna be in Michigan. That's where
1: So you've watched every play of each team all season long. Michigan can't handle that Bama Speed, man. That, that's what I that's kinda 10, what. man. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry to my big Michigan friend out there. But man, the Big Ten, man, y'all just not ready, man. You're not, I mean, you've had one couple of good games against the SEC. I get it. You know, the Buckeyes have had a couple of good showings, but in general, Michigan hasn't been ready for the SEC in the playoffs for sure. So until you until you prove it, it's hard for me not to say bet the bank on, on Alabama to, to, to beat Michigan plus the points.
1: Yeah, Are B- you serious? Well, I, I actually did bet the money line yeah because usually you usually you, you're losing 10 percent on the money line but i was gaining a uh five percent on the money line yeah the man so i I, I didn't even take the points because with the points you you didn't get quite as much, much payback right so i i did and i usually don't bet on Bama. so hopefully that doesn't Come back to haunt me, done and jinxed us, man. I, I hope know. he ain't got
0: that Chris Mack curse. <laughs> WFNZ shout out. But yeah,
1: I was like, I get the positive. I get, I get a positive yeah, return man, on the money tough. line.
0: Man, it's tough to, it's tough to take Michigan against Alabama. You know,
1: you know, they talk about Michigan's great defense, but I saw a chart today that charted the offenses they faced. Sure, yeah, and aside from Ohio State, who was like thirty fourth. I mean, they were like in the hundreds. Yeah, I mean, no, I mean the
0: offense is in the Big Ten's putrid, man. man Michigan's I, out of conference schedule was not good. You know, I just, I just think that's going to come back to haunt Michigan. But you know, Michigan does have, they do have an answer in, in a quarterback that can, that can go off schedule and and hurt you, and he's incredibly athletic and accurate. He's got a very strong arm. They got good wideouts. They got a great tight end. Pretty strong running game, um, but mm, just can't see him beating well, they, Alabama in the trenches. Yeah, I mean in Our not, secondary, not the, not the way.
1: Yeah, not the way Alabama playing now. The mm-hmm. offensive line early in the season. Yeah, yeah they, they, they. But like Caden Proctor actually graded out.
0: That dude, doing a flip on the field. Yeah, he has
1: done a one eighty on, on his playing and Andy on the field when he gets. Oh yeah, there. yeah.
0: I think I think he made it, made some ground up on maybe offensive. You know. Freshman of the year, you know he had that kind of a second half of his season. So anyway, back to the game. Now I just, I just don't think we can. I don't think Michigan can handle Alabama in the trenches. I just don't. And like I said, Jalen Milroy, he's just a well, guy. He puts so much pressure on a defensive coordinator.
1: Yeah, and and you know, in the Georgia game, I made the comment when Jalen was trying to outrun around the corner. Georgia was fast enough to to keep them to minimal gains. I don't think Michigan's going to be – I think when Jalen gets in the open field, his speed is going to show up against Michigan. Should, Where should. I don't think his speed really showed I up think, a lot I against Georgia. Think,
0: I do think Michigan's elite. You know, they are definitely elite. I think they have elite team speed. But my biggest concern with, with Michigan is, is just being in the Big Ten. And I, I'll tell this to any Big Ten person. SEC's is different, bro. It's different. It's all I can say. I've been to both. I've watched them both. I've been to high school football in the north, and I've been to high school football in the south, and it's just different. The speed is different, and it's not different in skill position. That doesn't matter. Anybody can have fast wide outs and fast right. running backs. The difference is in the SEC, our 300-pounders can run sub-five flat 40s, and you don't get that in the Big Ten very often. I mean, you might get a few, right. and Ohio recruits good in Florida, and, You know, you mentioned recruiting Florida. you got to recruit Florida. you got to recruit the Southeast to compete. And so, uh, it's just different in the South. I'm just telling you, all you big fans out there, you're going to find out. (laughs) You're going to find out.
1: This is that chart I was telling you about earlier about the TV viewership. And uh, I I wasn't quite right. It was 19 million between the Michigan-Washington game. But if you took the Michigan game and the Texas game, it's about how many people watched. The Alabama Georgia game.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, let me tell you about that Iowa defense, man.
0: I watched it. You know, I watched every play of that game. I'm gonna tell you what. If Iowa could recruit a quarterback and maybe a skill player or two, oh my goodness, that team could be a top five with that defense. That defense was defense is legit.
1: But I mean, when
0: if you can't score, I mean, you put too much. That's, I mean, how, how is their offense that bad? That's like, that's why I think Georgia's going to, if Georgia doesn't lose a lot of players to, to just opting out, Georgia's going to, actually. they have, I think, had about five already. Opt out. Yeah. Well, I know Kendall Milton has said he's playing. Oh, no, I was talking about in the transfer portal. Oh yeah, yeah. I like about so, next year. So no, far, as far as opting out, no. So I... far they've lost a few 3-stars, you know, which if you're a 3-star, I don't know why you go to Georgia and, and Alabama. I mean, maybe you go to Georgia on, as a 3-star. You know, there's there's a, a wide out from Alabama that that we cooled on and then Georgia signed mm-hmm. and he's opted he's he's transferring now. I mean, you're not going to play as a 3-star, but anyway, So, yeah, so I think if Georgia doesn't have a lot of opt-outs, I just, you know, Florida State's defense is elite, but they're going to just wear down. They're going to wear down because they just won't be able to to keep up because they don't have an offense that can sustain drives against Georgia. It's just not going to work. I just, I mean, I I hate it for Florida State too, but, I mean, I think you're going to find out that you weren't worthy of, of that spot legit, so. Agreed. That's all I got. I mean hats off to a great college football season. I'm really glad the committee finally had some pressure on them. I yeah. mean it made for a great finish to the season. Right. I mean it they've had a pretty much a cakewalk for since the committee's been involved. Because I we've said it before, I've said it many times that I felt like the committee's gotten it right. And and this year I think there's arguments on both ways, but I it was about time the committee had some, some pressure put on them. Well, it depends on how
1: you're measuring whether the committee got it right or sure, not. If, sure. If if you truly want the four best teams, they haven't gotten it right, you know, because the games tell you they haven't got it right. You know, TCU last year, Notre Dame, the couple times they've been in there. That's another team uh, that Florida State fans ought to be more pissed at. And Alabama's oh, yeah.
0: garbage-ass TCU game yeah, last year. That, that. TCU got in because they were the, the touchy-feely, you know, everyone gets an award team and
1: mm-hmm. got boat raised. Yeah, and then, you know, the team that beat that, – that, they didn't even win their conference championship. You know, Kansas State did, and then Bama beat the shit out of them in the bowl game. Right. So, I mean, it – Yeah. Been a good yeah, season. You know, though. it's – Going to be a good Final Four. Hopefully. I, I, hopefully, hopefully. I, I, I mean, it, it should be setting up for some pretty good games.
0: I think so. But got the, some, got some decent bowl games game. out there that ought to be fun to watch. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't wait to watch that Oregon Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> you hating, man? You hating on little Liberty? I'm gonna watch that game because I'm gonna be pulling hard
0: for. Well, you know, might not play. What are so. they, the Flames or something? The Liberty, Liberty Flames? I don't even know what the hell they are. But I'm gonna be rooting it. What's funny though is didn't didn't Hugh Freeze yeah, coach it. at Liberty yeah. and Liberty got a better bowl than Auburn
1: did? <laughs> that's kinda of funny.
0: Uh-huh. War Eagle.
1: Yeah. Uh, Liberty. I can't think of what their team the is. The Flames.
0: I think they're the Flames. Anyway, I'm gonna watch that game. I think that'll be pretty I mean that's what hopefully the twelve team tournament's gonna Now
1: there is some there is some good matchups and of course we'll we'll Probably Talk save that for that. another show, do, yeah. do a little bowl preview and selection prediction type of thing. But there's some there's some decent matchups out there. You know, uh Old Miss and Penn State, Missouri, although Ohio State Ooh, that's gonna be a good one, Missouri. Uh,
0: but Ohio State Ohio State's without a quarterback. They've going, been it? playing all season without a quarterback, so what does it matter? <laughs> McCord, man, he was he was a bum. He was a ball. I don't talk
1: too, bad, too much about him. He might be your starter next year. Yet. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there's there's going to be some good ball games. but uh, And then, hopefully, you got some good uh, playoff games. And uh, might be a, Alabama might get a chance at redemption if uh, Texas can get by Washington. Yeah, that'll be good, man. That'll be good. Settle it on the field. All right, well, let's uh, – wrap up this and we'll uh we got an old bardstown to uh rate tonight it's cool uh, it's one of the it's kind of like uh the buffalo trace is to buffalo trace this is the the entry level at uh, willet oh okay so,
0: yippee so
1: i'm not too thrilled about
0: that one but you know it yeah. might be good it's 101 proof and i mean we like willet so and we like Buffalo Trace, so oh we definitely like Buffalo Trace. So, Will it? Yeah, well it's a little
1: bit on the fence. It's a for little me.
0: spicier. It's a little little a little, little fence.
1: Right, but it is a sour mash, and I like you like, like sour mashers, mash for sure. So so we'll see. Who knows? I have never tried it. Uh, when we were in Bardstown, when we were in Bardstown, they were telling all the locals. Yeah. were saying if you find it, buy it. It's, it's the best value. Blah blah blah. If you like Buffalo Trace, you'll love it. So I happened to find one. Bought it, we're gonna see what it tastes like, so. Cool. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Roll Tide. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Bourbon, Buzz, and
1: Ballin' podcast, and it's time to rate that shit. Colby, tell me So tonight, we've got an old Bardstown estate bottled. So this is distilled, aged, and bottled at the Willett Distillery, right there in Bardstown, Kentucky. Now, the age, they don't specify, so it's NAS, but you know it's gotta be at least four years old. Uh, the proof is 101, so it's got got a little heat to it. And your price is gonna be about 40 bucks. Now the uh, mash bill, I wasn't able to find. That also is not disclosed, but it is a sour mash. Uh, your nose, is supposed to be herbal and citrus. And then your palate should be sweet, fruit, and then of course vanilla and oak, like most bourbons. And the finish, I'm just gonna assume it's a long finish because the way they described it is that it goes on like a champion marathon runner. <laughs> so, um, so we're drinking sweaty
0: socks. That's what I feel like. All right. Well, let me, give, give us our rating You Put the rating system.
1: up there and I'm gonna sample this while you tell our listeners about our rating
0: system. So we like to rate our bourbons one through four. I guess the goal in all of this is to get you either A to buy or not buy. So one for us, we don't like it, it's a brown bag. Two, it's getting better. It's a mixer for us on a two, but you know, a mixer doesn't necessarily mean it's bad, just because it's two, it could mean it's just your daily drinker. Number three, it's getting a little bit better on the rocks, probably high in, in uh, alcohol content, You know, high in proof for us. And then last but not least, a four, that's the tried and true, and that is neat. And we like to do ours in a Glen Cairn. I like to drink all my bourbons neat. It's pretty much the best way to get the flavors.
1: Glen Cairn makes it so much better. It definitely does. Uh, we were actually talking that before we went on air tonight, because uh, you know we we drink out of these rocks glasses, but you don't quite get the full effect out of that rocks glass as you do a Glen Cairn. I mean, it does have some herbal and, and citrus nose, but nothing really that just pops and jumps out at you. No. Like, hey, I'm a tangerine or, hey, <laughs> I'm a clove. You know, uh, I do get the, you know, a little bit of, of a citrus and, and, and herbs. Yeah, I
0: definitely, I definitely get, a, get a heavy citrus, you know, get the burn of the, the oak, a little vanilla flavor. Um you know, real peppery for me. This is kind of, kind of little spice. It's got some spice because it, it, you know, it, it's hanging it's, around. It's hanging around a little. It's got,
1: you know, Willet uses uses rye. You know, Willet's not 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 really not a, weeded. a weeded bourbon. So there is a little heat. There's not a lot of heat for a 101, uh, but there's a little heat. You know, to me, it, it's there's there's not a lot
0: going on there for me. Uh, it it is. it's real tannic, you know. Got a dry taste to it, you know. That's the rye <clears throat> coming out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I like the heat, you know, but I kind of like rye rye bourbon, you know. I like I like
1: the rye. The heat doesn't bother me. It's just, you know, we've been doing those four roses, and you're getting cherries and plums and vanilla and spearmint yeah. and. And with this, I'm just kind of getting... It
0: really is hard to it's come kinda... off of a, a Four Roses to this because this one doesn't doesn't have all them complex flavors yeah, that, that Four like... Roses does. Yeah, I mean, the color's a little light. Champion yeah. Marathon Runner, what the hell is that? <laughs> I mean, I don't... I don't even understand. You lost me at that. To be honest, yeah, like like I said,
1: they must have meant that it, it was a long finish because they said it goes on like a champion marathon runner. Oh, okay,
0: <laughs> well it definitely does. I mean, my mouth, I'm feeling the bourbon still, and I'm done. Um, it's an interesting color to me. Would you say four year? I, I, well, they, 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 they nas anest it, it. Yeah, but, they anest it because because it's not long. It's I not would say based long. on that that light. Yeah, the color's color. a little off-putting to me for a bourbon. I would say it's got to be a four-year. It almost has—it almost has like an—it almost has like an amber beer look to it to me. It's just—I don't know. the first thing I noticed was the color, like a golden color to it. Yeah, that—that to me indicates that it's really not aged very long.
1: It's—it's it's not bad, but it's—it's it's nothing that just knocks my socks off.
0: No, it's a—it's a strong two for me. it's it's, It's a two
1: it's a definite two for 40
0: bucks i mean 40 bucks there's a number of 30 dollar bourbons that i like better than that one yeah i craft being number one i'm gonna Um, throw that
1: with you know with a with a larceny yeah uh, yeah in that range um you know i'm a little disappointed because it's not readily available i had to actually buy that on one of my trips to georgia i feel like you know we were kind of Duped in Bardstown
0: on it, right? You know, like maybe they get a little kickback for pushing it or something. Cause they were pushing
1: Bardstown hard, you know. Like buy this if you find it. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, for forty bucks,
1: I mean, I, I, yeah. I don't know if the, some of the money goes back to the town. I don't know, but there's a, there's
0: a there's some there's some issues in there for, yeah, that they, for sure. They, they said,
1: you know, for the money you can't
0: beat it. Yeah. Yeah, you I can. I beg to differ. Yeah, you can. You can go right up the road to Buffalo Trace <laughs> hey, uh, and get a bottle of just for, for ten bucks and, cheaper. It's it man, Cooper's craft
1: dominates this to me. Yeah, no, it's it's a definite two for me, which is not a terrible score, you know. Uh-uh, no, it'd
0: be, and I again, I, I think I don't even last say week. an old fashioned. Old fashioned would be good with the rye. I'll you think would
1: that. think this, you know, as, as many times as he talks about old fashioned on the show, you would think this man drinks them all the time. The only time <laughs> he drinks them is when I make them for him, right? no, I mean, and that's I, like maybe. Once, once a, a month? Once? Nah,
0: not even that. Yeah. Really, we probably do. Well, yeah, we, we kind of quarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just—it's kind of sweet, you know. And we've gotten to where we want to taste our bourbon, not yeah. taste the simple syrup or, you know, smoked old fashioned is good. I mean, I can get on board with that. Yeah,
1: but. I mean, I, I like them every once in a while. Maybe if I'm at a restaurant, sure, with my dinner, I might have an old fashioned just to mix things up a little bit. But uh, and of course. The way I make mine, is, it's it's kind of a chore, a little. I mean, it's not just yeah, kind of. psh, psh, psh. It's not a chore for me. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I don't know what he's
0: talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty easy from my standpoint. I just sit there and watch him do it.
1: Right, but uh, but he likes to make an old fashioned. Yeah, hey, I do, and they and they are good for for a change of pace every every so often. But uh, but yeah, no, I uh, not not a not a high recommendation on this one from me. Yeah, two two. Put some coke in it,
0: make an old fashioned. Yep. It'll be good. Well that's it man, that was a wrap on the show. Tune in, check our, uh, put our socials
1: up there, man. Oh yeah. Put our socials uh, up there. You know what, there. I'm gonna have to back up because I didn't, we've got a new slide for our socials and I didn't change the old the one. one from Rake I I That the Shit, I just changed it for the yeah. sports talk. But uh, yeah, you can see, follow us, we're on uh, Instagram and TikTok at bourbon buzzed and balling and then we've got a a email a gmail actually yeah Uh, bourbon buzzed and balling pr pr at gmail.com so send us an email Um, we're going to start doing some lives so be looking for us on tiktok live and uh, yeah tune in and check our show out on tiktok you know we'll put some
0: blurbs out and and then mm -hmm. also on apple and spotify the the podcast
1: we 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 talked a,
0: in pretty in depth about the college football playoff system. So if you like that sort of thing, yeah, I know that's tumble, a, that's a
1: hot topic right
0: now. We we differed in opinion. We differed a
1: little bit. We saw th- some things eye to eye. Some things we had a little bit different of opinion. Uh,
0: we're both Bama homers, no doubt. Right. But, but you know that don't mean we're not objective. So we can be objective, more objective than the typical Alabama fan, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we we try to bring a little um, We're more objective
1: than Danny Connell, let's yeah, put it we, that way. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> My asshole's more objective. Am I allowed to say that? Every week he's got to take it to a whole different place. <laughs> more objective than Danny Cannell. That's a good analogy though. Joey Galloway call me. <laughs> you can have a buckeye on here. I'm out.
1: <laughs> oh that would be fun. Yeah, I'm out. That would you know uh Des and Kirk, they get along just fine. And you love Kirk.
0: I love me some Herbie, man. Herbie's a good dude. He's a Buckeye. He is a Buckeye. He he brings a lot of class to the Buckeye nation or whatever they're called. Buck nuts. I mean, whoever worships a nut. He got no problem he got no problem
1: drafting them Buckeyes on his fantasy team if if they're good. Yeah,
0: I've been burnt one 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 too well, many t- times J- by Buckeyes.
1: JK. JK is your He's
0: my. Is your Kryptonite. Yeah, I don't know why I like J.K. But no more
1: J.K. You're done. You're done, pal. But uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, we I think we're gonna set up shop and uh, get on TikTok live and do a little chit chat. See y'all next week. Cheers. Cheers.